Three, two, one. One, let's go. All right, this is the next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Uh, well, oh, I'm keep keeping the whole thing, thing in there because, you know, Paul, Paul's coup is the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thoughts of the Roundtable. I'm Matt Rebar. And I am Paul Ox. Sorry if you hear my computer updating <laughs> in the background. <laughs> you just imagine so we're talking and it's just like that, like that like 1999 modem sound just going yeah. at it. I, I, was, I was telling Matt earlier, he called me on Skype and I had my headphones on full blast. And I, I didn't realize that Skype had like, you know that the typical Skype call tune. I didn't realize it had such a nifty bass line in the back. And I finally heard of it. See, I didn't know it had a bass line, but like. Quite I nifty. have to listen to it next time because it's like it, it's the same one that goes like boom 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 boom. Okay, yeah. I'll to... it's got a nifty baseline. Just oh, did you see the person who tweeted at Skype and got uh, no? What did they tweet at Skype? This is great. So, so they they <laughs> they tweeted at Skype. I think it was roses are roses are red. Skype is and Skype responded. Skype is blue, and they responded back to him. Skype blue is seventeen year lead to Zoom, <laughs> and, they got, and they got blocked. Well, here's the thing though, like. Why I don't even get why Zoom blew up. Like, doesn't didn't it feel like it came out of nowhere? Or has it been around? It, I honestly did. Well, I remember when they first like the pandemic hit and everyone was online. Everyone's like, "Oh, just call via Zoom." I'm like, "The hell is Zoom?" Like, I had never heard of Zoom before, ever in my life. And then all of a sudden, now it's everywhere, and I, I never it's heard the of new it. thing. Well, let's look. At, let's see. What year do you think they came? I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google right right now on the Google machine. Oh, what year do you think it came out? Like probably like 2007, 2008. I'm not. I'm not looking right now. I'm going to say 2009. Okay. Oh well, I, I said eight, seven, eight. You said nine, so. <laughs> um. Let's see. 2011. Oh. Okay. So it's been around. Okay, I just didn't know because everyone, everyone was like zoom, 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 and I was like, but why? Because there was already Skype and Google Hangouts and stuff. So I, I don't know. Well, didn't Microsoft uh, Microsoft bought Skype? No, doesn't Microsoft own Skype? Now? Uh, maybe that's a I great question. They do. I'm like 99 percent. Well, you might as well do. just Google that too. Which is weird because then they also because <laughs> then they also own they also own they would also own Microsoft Teams. So what is what's Microsoft Teams? Thing. You've never heard no. of Microsoft Teams? It's a Zoom. Oh, it's, it's the like same Zoom thing. for lamos. Like <laughs> that, it, it's very well. It's very business. Oh, no, who has time that's for that? Like biz, for businesses. Also, WebEx. I've a WebEx. never WebEx heard of WebEx. <laughs> You're like pulling these out of your hat, I swear. <laughs> WebEx is literally the worst. Um, that's when WebEx is most often used by colleges mm-hmm. and like classrooms until kids found out how to ban their own teachers from the <laughs> meetings. And so the, the teachers could never log back. What's in. interesting is like for my master's classes, we've been <laughs> oh. doing Zoom. So I don't. Masters. Masters. How's that going, by You know, way? it's not too bad. So what's cool about this class is like the classes are like eight weeks. So basically like I'll have, I have my one class for eight weeks and then my second class for eight weeks. Then I have like an intro class that's going to happen this first eight weeks, but that's been pretty easy. But this class, um, I feel like it's a lot about structure and I love anti-structure. Mm-hmm. Like I love structure and in the ways of like, like a little order to things, but like my professor's really kind of like a stickler with structure like so it's been a little difficult um challenging i would say in a good way like it makes me have to really think about like the structure of uh storytelling and of writing and of um you know all sorts of things so yeah um and it's a lot more catholic than i 
thought it was going to be. So there's a lot of... Really? Is it churchy? A lot of religious parallels and exercises, which, like... I don't mind a little bit. Like what? Like this week's assignment was I had to listen to like this hour speech about like the Christian is poet and I have to write a reaction to it. And ironically, Paul, I got to tell you, my reaction is going to be a little harsh because I didn't agree with some things he said. I have a list if you want me to tell you. Well, yeah, go ahead. Let me pull up my school tab. I didn't realize I was a Christian college. So the one thing he said was that everyone, it should be a mandate that everyone's a poet or an artist. And I was like, er. What? I was like the, the the wheels came down hard on that one. Not everyone has a creative. Well, I was mind gonna like say that. not everyone has a creative mind. I, I I'm a firm believer in like you can be whatever you want. You can play soccer. You can write poetry. You can you know work in business. You, like I'm a firm believer in that. But at the same time, not everyone's gonna want to do those things. And I don't think that like right. I think what he's trying. I think he's just being overzealous. But like for me, it's like the beauty of poetry is not that like. I guess there's a beauty that everyone can do poetry, but like a beauty is like that you find meaning in poetry, whether that's your poetry or others. So like, that's what I don't know. I didn't Mm -hmm. agree with that. And then he said the best cure for bad media is positive media. What does he mean? Like fake news or like media that's like not right. Like they're reporting lies or whatever. And I was like, no, I think, what is positive like media? Good then? stories, like I like feel good stories. Like yeah. feel good and stories, like, or like. And my thing is like, no, the best cure for bad media kind of is to call is out bad media. Like, <laughs> it's not to be like, right. oh, well, that's that's a lie. So let me go read a story about a fluffy red panda escaping the zoo. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I feel like that was a. It's like ooh. Trump had some lies in the press conference. Let's talk about this, you know, uh, this snuggle. Yeah, it's like, ooh, I don't want to see that bad media. I better go, you know, to the BuzzFeed quiz. And then he said one other thing. I This is the third <laughs> thing that I had an issue with that was like. I, w- I would have dropped this class like it's hot. <laughs> no, no, man. I'm enjoying the class. Really? It's just like, this is just like the one assignment. This is, this isn't my teacher. This was my, this was like a thing for the assignment. So this was some other guy. So like, these aren't the opinions of my professor. Okay. Well. I guess my professor thought that the speech was interesting enough to have it be an assignment. So this speech I'm listening to. Third thing. You don't ask your tribe, race, or orientation to give you meaning. You get meaning from Jesus Christ. And I was like... Wait, say that Basically, again? he was implying that you don't get meaning. You shouldn't get meaning out of your tribe, race, or orientation. Like, basically, your demographics. That's what I was confused about. What he meant well, by tribe. You know, just he's he's a he's this white privileged guy who's speaking. And he's like, and I and I get like I again. It's like I understand what he's trying to say. He's trying to say, well, everything goes back to Jesus Christ, and like that's where we should strive to kind of get our meaning from, or what have you. But there's no. T- Were you in a sermon or? A well, class? this was like a podcast. I think he did gave this speech at like a theologian seminar. The speech that I listened to. Oh, it's okay. it's not my professor. It's a speech from another guy who I have to analyze. For this assignment. So I'm writing it off of like, basically like if MLK gave a speech and you analyze the speech, that's like the gist. But like, to me, it's like, well, it's so insensitive because, you know, it's easy for like some basic white guy is like, well, yeah, you shouldn't get your faith from being a white or a guy. You should get your faith from Jesus Christ. But it's like, uh, but that's not the universal experience. There's plenty of women who get inspiration and meaning from their gender and plenty of LGBT artists who get their meaning from their orientation and plenty of black artists. I mean, especially like this year, you know, with black lives matter. I mean, the importance of like the meaning that there is in black lives and black opinions and black ideas. So it just was like, I, I, those were three things that I was like, 
so my response is probably going to be a little not heated, but I don't know. I I was not a fan of the speech. I just there was one thing I liked about the speech, but like so I'll make sure to end on that happy note, like a compliment sandwich. Like oh, I liked the time when he said this, but otherwise <laughs> I just felt like and then all okay, negative like, in the middle. I just felt like it was very. I don't know. I was I was expecting more. I really was, but it kind of was like it just seemed a little judgmental. I think that the tone of the speech seemed judgmental to me almost. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of those uh the Catholic schools and how they would always bring in in speakers like that. And who would there it's, it's always so uh centric around religion even though it's the most like random ass topic. Like <laughs> they, they could talk be talking about like uh the Pythagorean theorem. And we're like, well, Noah used it when he was making the boat. Like they always try to like shoehorn that in. Well, you know, and I went to a Jesuit high school and a Jesuit college and the Jesuits are like the hippies of Catholicism. And so like, you know, in their culture, in the Jesuit kind of upbringing, it was about action and service. You know, that was the thrust. Can I ask you a question about that? Actually growing up in a Jesuit school or like school system like that. And I hope this isn't too personal. But I, I was, I'm curious, did, were you, did you come out in high school or was it like, hit, did they not? I was that? like sexless in high school. <laughs> like I was so busy. Because you, you said, you said they were the hippies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very oh, pro LGBT. I mean, very open to like, I think most Jesuit like priests are very like Black Lives Matter and they're very like open and giving and social justice. And Cause I've heard oriented. that. But, but, um, and, and that's the thing. I, I think just didn't a know lot what of it comes down to, were. like, who are we to judge? And I think that's a huge part of it. I mean, the action and the service is part of it, but then the who are we to judge? And I don't know, because there's, there's some people who, in their religion, they use it as like a as a way to crucify other people. Like, oh, you're doing this? Well, the Bible says this, or I believe this. And it's like, those mm-hmm. I think of the best faith are people who can say, here's what I believe, here's what I think. Um, you think differently, you do this differently. Okay. I appreciate having this discussion. Have a great day. Like have that dialogue of here's what I believe, but like respecting other people's beliefs and other people's, you know, lifestyles, what have you. So I don't know. Like, it's kind of crazy to me when (laughs) I think about all the people who are religious who support Trump. Because like Trump literally stands that baffles me yeah, to no because, end. Because I mean, if you think about what Trump stands for, his entire life has been debauchery and sin and shady business. He's, he's literally the he's literally the antithesis of everything like the religion teaches, mm-hmm. essentially. And they weirdly try to like, I I swear to God, I I no pun intended. <laughs> I do not understand why the evangelicals grab on him. I honestly don't get it. Maybe they deep down, like just since he's their mm-hmm. guy, I guess. And on the, the right side, their, their kind of hand is forced and they don't want to see hypocritical. I, I but in a way that's hypocritical I, anyway to like him. So I honestly cannot, cause I've talked mm-hmm. to my couple of friends who are like deeply, you know, religious, deeply Catholic and why they support him. And it baffles my mind. I can't, I cannot wrap my head around it. I, I just huge don't thing. From my understanding, is the abortion like that's a huge topic for evangel evangelicals, and apparently like Trump said like, like one, three one times, yeah, families. one topic based, um, and apparently Trump said like three times like I don't like abortion, um, and that makes him the better candidate than anyone else, which is kind of crazy. But I feel, like, I feel like if you're a one 
one issue voters, yeah, one uh, one issue voters. I feel like that is always the issue. It's always abortion. Like when someone says I'm a one issue voter, you know what they're talking about. Yeah. You immediately. You know, there's a great about. article that I read. I read years ago by Regina Brett that I think summarizes how I feel about it. And she talked about how we need to create a society where there's not really a need for abortion. You know, like better, better. Well, sex that's the ed, goal. Better. I mean, you know, healthcare systems. Better daycare systems. Better adoption systems. You know, just make it so that like we live in a society where yeah, abortion's legal, but it's not happening to the extent that it's happening right now. Right. Well, let, I mean, let's be honest. No one wants it. No, one no, wants no, it. no wants one's it. like, no you one know what I crave it. today? A nice abortion. Like, no, <laughs> right. absolutely. But so the goal, the goal is to, to push it, like, would you, to push it to an area where we don't have to do that anymore. Like they're just done. They're not a thing anymore because we don't see. There will so always be a prevention and the health. The problem is, going. you know, there's just certain pregnancies where, you know, things happen and that has to, that's not, that has to happen. Like it will never not be completely mm-hmm. off the table, I think. But but do you want to work toward that? Doesn't absolutely a hundred percent. I mean, you want to try and minimize. I think as best you can. But the problem is the people who don't. Here's the thing: people who say that they're pro life, which ironically, some people who say they're pro life aren't pro life because if you're pro life, that means you're anti death penalty. That means you're anti war. Yeah, right. yeah. You know what you're saying? What you're saying is you're anti abortion, which I I can get why you'd be anti abortion, but then like. You know, then you're saying, oh, well, I'm anti-abortion, but I don't want people to be educated on sex. And then you're You're saying, I don't want people to receive health care and I don't want women to receive birth control. And it's like, uh, it's a complicated slope, my friend. That's what it is. Yes, it is. So what do you want to do now? Do you want to go into your advice? I do got a I do have a good advice for you if you want to hear it. Okay, let me kick. Let me start with the news. Then. Yeah, give me like some not the news news advice. with you, Polly. All right, so uh, this happened um, somewhere in the south, I think. It was this Taco Bell, oh. and uh, this guy got arrested. See, this is the stories I miss, man. I wish we could just go back to normal life so we could get more stories like this <laughs> in the uh, in the news. But uh, he was arrested because he went through the uh, Taco Bell drive through butt naked. Oh my god! And when they asked him where his clothes was, he goes, "Well, they're in the washer, and I was hungry." So he just like took his clothes off, threw them in the washer, and just went to Taco Bell in the meantime. Wow! And got arrested. That's ballsy, literally. Literally. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever like streaked or anything? Um, no. Have you ever done anything? Like not that? really. You know why? Because like it's cool for like five seconds, and then. Everything just goes to heck, <laughs> and then you're cold. So you and you're done it? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like in like when you watch it happen, like someone like races across the football field and they get tackled by security. It's like whoa, like that dude. Like five seconds of him like flashing, and then boom. Like there's just I don't know. I've I have considered skinny dipping. I don't know if you have though. Like maybe I'll do that. Um, there was a, uh, my wife and I went to. We're going to go to a hot spring. I think in Utah. Oh. That I think was was um, it was a private, but it was like clothing optional. I would have probably done something like that, mm-hmm. like a nude beach. I'd probably do. I feel like I'd do a nude beach. Interesting. But would you do that? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do like a nude beach or something. I gotta tell you, I'm a little self conscious about my body, and I don't know. Would you go with somebody you know? Depends on that relationship, man. That is, I mean, if it's like, <laughs> hey, what's you doing, sister? Like, oh, but um. I think 
Like a tertiary friend? <laughs> Someone who, like, it, God forbid, things go wrong. What's worse, though? What's worse, though? Doing that with a tertiary friend you probably won't ever see again? Or, like, one of your best friends who you know you're going to see Oh, I'd year. rather do it with someone who, like, if I needed to drop them as a friend, it'd be easier. So someone in that third, fourth circle of friends is perfect, right? What? So you'd probably never see him again? So you're like, whatever. Like, yeah, like, just in case so it goes like, bad, you're like, whatever, like... Okay, Susie, we had one class together in college. Like, let's go to the nude beach. <laughs> but, you know, I, I applaud people of all shapes and sizes who have the audacity to be sexy and to be confident and in their bodies, in their skin, you know, showing it off. I would probably do it, man. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's hard. It's it's not easy, for sure. I've, I know a couple of friends who live in Europe, and they have nude beaches everywhere there. Because it's not that big of a deal. Nobody really cares yeah. in Europe. But here in America, and, we're um, like sexually... We're like a weird sexually right. frustrated teenager who like is really horny, but then like <laughs> doesn't want to like act on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, they said when they were there on the nude beach, they're like, well, first of all, like... You have to realize these are people who you don't want to see naked. Mm-hmm. Like they are not the kind of people who, you know, you know, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the people who go with that kind of stuff is not like supermodels. Well, and that's like the beauty of it is that it almost desexualizes it. You know, like if you went to these mm-hmm. places and you were just like hubba hubba, like then it becomes a violation <laughs> of sorts. But like if you go and it's just like, yeah, who cares? Tits out, right? <laughs> like it just doesn't have that same <laughs> violation element to uh. it, but. I don't know. All right. Um, also, mm. um, d- uh, did you happen to see that video? I wish I could show video. Maybe we, we could incorporate <laughs> that one day. But of that girl who was flying a kite and got picked up and thrown 30 feet into the air into this kite. Was it in Thailand or you, something? Yes, yeah, I saw it. She got pulled up on this kite. How is that even possible? 30 what feet kind of wind air? is going on? You know those bouncy houses? Mm-hmm. Like those big square bouncy house castles? Mm-hmm. I saw one of those get lifted about a hundred feet with a couple of kids. Oh my god, yes! Like I saw the video too. It's horrifying. It is. Horrifying. I'm pretty sure they all were okay because it just kind of floated back down. <laughs> it just kind of—it was like the house and up or something, just kind of like slowly. <laughs> they caught the girl though. Yeah, she kind of well, just that's floated the thing down. The, and they the got interesting her. video is she comes down and like forty people just like jumped on top of her. Like it was like a football. Like they were like get her. Like <laughs> they tackled her. Oh my gosh. It's, Skydiving? Would you ever skydive? I want to. I'm open to it. I mean, I think we're all nervous though. Like, if the second parachute doesn't open up, like, ooh. <laughs> but I know someone who got paralyzed from that, so I'm not oh, doing that ever. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a second parachute situation. So I'm, I'm... It was what? like a second parachute situation. No, just came in hot, landed on his butt, <sighs> and um, yeah. Did not end it well. I mean, he's he's good now. Like he's a great guy, and he just kind of actually, it's kind of impressive. He just kind of laughs it off anymore. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's the kind of stuff, man. Like, because you think about it, like, man, you, just think about it like this. You're like, you say your second parachute doesn't open mm-hmm. again. You got a long time to think, man. A long yeah. time to think. Gosh. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, now you have me scared a little bit. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> All right, we'll get. Let's get into the vice. Oh yeah, I just have a quick one for you. My new manager. Sorry, this is askmanager.org. My favorite. 
My new manager started during the pandemic. Our office is working remote, so we've only chatted on the phone or over email. He seems like a nice enough guy so far. However, last week I woke up to a Snapchat friend request from him. The request came in sometime between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. I feel like it's inappropriate for my 45-year-old boss to add his 25-year-old employee on any social media platform, but Snapchat in particular feels weird. I asked a boyfriend and some friends, and they agreed it was strange. I checked with a coworker to see if my new manager had added him on social media, and no, it was just her. I didn't accept the request. Yeah. I haven't said anything to him or anyone at work besides my coworker who's a friend. What should I do? I don't want to make a big deal, but I do feel a little uncomfortable. And Alice is like, yeah, that's weird. It's Snapchat in the middle of the night. He's a male coworker who's older than you. It's just weird. Um, I'm sorry that that's the case, blah, blah, blah. As for what to do, you can absolutely mention it to him if you want to. Hey, I got your Snapchat request. I really only use Snapchat with friends. Or you can ignore it, which is, or at least should be, a message in itself. You can mention it to other coworkers. It can be useful for other women to know about it in case he's violated boundaries with them. And there's value in bluntly stating this is weird and not feeling like you have to silently wonder about it on your own. Oof. But more, most importantly, this should significantly decrease or remove any benefit of your doubt if you or the other women give him in the future. So if your manager does something else that feels off with women at work, let this underscore that you don't need to go through the whole plausible deniability dance where you second-guess yourself. But maybe he didn't mean it that way. Could I be misinterpreting? If he acts like a creep, it's fair to assume that he's a creep at this point. Ooh. Ooh. I agree. Like, when have you ever added someone in the middle of the night on Snapchat in a innocent manner. I don't use Snapchat, so I guess I don't like, I can't really relate to this one. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, I mean, I'm, I've never just randomly added people. That's never like on Facebook or anything. So that's like, I don't know. I can't, I've never gotten into that mindset. I would never do that. Like just somebody, you know, totally random. I, it's just so creepy because I think Snapchat, obviously you have the whole sexting element to Snapchat. Also, yeah, because Snapchat's a little bit different than Facebook. Like, if you were to add, like, somebody you just met randomly on Facebook, that's not that big of a deal. Snapchat's a but little again, different. But like, again, like, midnight, 1, 2 a.m., like, I get your late night owl. Time du- time's irrelevant. Time's irrelevant. See, I think the I, time I really is a little... It, it, I, I agree with you in the sense that it doesn't mean anything, but it doesn't look good. <laughs> it doesn't... It certainly looks like, what were you doing at 2 a.m.? friending me on facebook let alone snapchat which See, I, I think snapchat's that. a more personal uh, I, I think it's a more personal social media app i would say facebook and twitter you know they're a little bit more open forum kind of thing right i, yeah, I would argue that instagram and snapchat they're a little more like i don't know i but i do agree i love her advice though like she's like Listen, do not doubt him in the future. In the future, if he's doing something that's sketchy, you know, like, well, now you have proof that, like, maybe he is, so. Right. Well, I think this was a cute. If it was anything. I oh, would go ahead. Ooh. I'd say I would think, I think it would, a little bit different if it's anything but Snapchat, but it's not, so <laughs> case closed. Case solved. Hardy Boys did it again. Uh, well, this was a cute little episode. We got a lot covered. My goodness. We, we literally, the thoughts of the roundtable, you never know what to expect. I learned how to pronounce the word Jesuit. Jesuit. <laughs> Finally, one word that I'm not struggling to say. I love it. I, I dig it. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. All right. Peace out. Later. Later.